it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. You've heard Mark K filling in on the Herman Kane Show. Now, he's on every day at 11 a.m. This, this is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Yes, it is Friday. What an exciting Friday to be alive. I mean, every day is exciting to be alive. But in these days, this time period that we're living in this political climate where anything can happen and anything does happen, uh, we have it's just uh, I love getting up every day and coming in here and saying so what in fact, Stephen Ponson just walked out and said, what are you going to talk about today? And I thought to myself, what am I not going to talk about today? That's probably a shorter list. Now, I should point out, since it is Friday, we will have fake news Friday uh, right at the end of the show. So if you're listening now, make sure you stay all the way to the end because that's when uh, you have your chance to win. But first, I want to start with an email that I got. Um, and I got this email, I want to say, on Wednesday. In fact, everybody here where we work uh, got this email at OKV. And all you know, we work for a company called Cox Enterprises. And, and this email, as far as I know, went out to pretty much everybody that works for Cox Enterprises here and in Atlanta and in Dayton and in Tulsa and in Orlando and in Houston, Miami, all the cities where we own and operate, um, you know, businesses. And, and I'm just going to, I'm going to not go through the whole thing, but I'm going to give you the gist. It starts off Cox employees, which includes me. Last year, the U.S. Congress approved a bill that substantially reduces the corporate tax rate for Cox and many other large corporations. This important change favorably impacts our cash flow and allows us to accelerate investment in infrastructure, technology, and product development. Three things, I'll be honest with you, I care very little about. However, this next part is important. We believe that sharing some of those tax reform benefits with you is the right thing to do. We appreciate all your hard work and dedication to our company's success. This is one way we can say thank you. And then underneath that, there's a table that breaks out. Because if you've been working here longer, you get more money. And if you just started like yesterday, you get less money, but still some. So this, and you know, I sat here for weeks. And every day, we we talked about the companies that were that were getting these huge tax bonuses. Started with Walmart. Remember that? Started with, uh, with uh, Lowe's and Home Depot. All of a sudden, all these corporations announcing, we're giving money back, we're giving money back, the employees are going to get bonuses. And the whole time I sat here and thought to myself, wow, you know what, that's cool, that's a great, I wish I worked for one of those companies. That's a great thing that those companies are doing. And I guess somebody was listening to the show that day and they thought, oh, you know what, maybe that's not a bad idea. So uh, so congratulations to all the Cox employees, not just here in Jacksonville, but around the world, because uh, Donald Trump and the Republican Congress have have approved, basically... A bonus for you. And I pointed that out. In fact, uh, I was talking to, uh, to, uh, Ariel Weisaki about this and she pointed out that she pointed out that, you know, there's some people here who maybe did not support the president. Uh, you know, I, we have a company that employs what hundreds of thousands of people, many in blue states. You can only imagine our coworkers in New York. They probably didn't vote for Donald Trump. Even though Donald Trump is one of them, they probably cast their ballot uh, for somebody else. However, that's OK, because Donald Trump is the president of all 
Americans. Americans who voted for him, Americans who voted for Hillary, Americans who voted for Jill Stein, Americans who wrote in some other candidate or their own name or their dog or, you know, uh, President McPresident face, all those silly things that people are. Anyone who, who lives in this country, Donald Trump is your president. And he's probably thrilled that no matter how you cast your vote, uh, in 2016, you can now reap the benefits, at least if you work for a company as generous as ours. <laughs> and, but, you know, that, that this is just this is just another feather in a cap that is really full of a lot of feathers. Yesterday, I don't to top the tax uh, cuts to top. You know, what else has he done? The he did, Donald Trump has done incredible uh, work with, um, you know, the uh, the pipeline. He got Gorsuch in there. He's been fighting for the dreamers and DACA. Now it's been he's been held up on that. But all these the economy has been booming again. We had a record breaking Dow jobs. More jobs. I mean, you just heard it. 330,000 new jobs uh, last month. Mo- lower unemployment for minorities than in any time in history, even when we had a minority president. And these are just it's, it's like he's a peacock with all these feathers that he's showing off. And now yesterday, late in the day, we get an announcement. Get this, that Donald Trump is meeting with North Korean leader Kim Jong Un. Swear to God, I'm not making this up. You probably heard the news. It was everywhere. Even even you know, people I know who don't know anything about news heard about this. Kim Jong-un via South Korea requested a meeting with Donald Trump to discuss, of all things, the denuclearization of North Korea. This is incredible. I mean, this is an incredible thing for Kim Jong-un to 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 step forward and say, I would like to meet with an American president. Number one is Cray. Then to suggest that they the topic at hand will be getting rid of all North Korea's nuclear armaments, nuclear testing facilities, nuclear warheads and nuclear, you know, anything else that's part of their nuclear program. To to think that that's going to be the topic on the table is even more cray. And for whatever reason, Donald Trump was able to make it happen in, in a year, in just a little over. It's been a year and two months. He hasn't even gone to war. He hasn't even demonstrated our military power. He hasn't even shown firsthand what lengths he's willing to go to to protect Americans. He's just tweeted out some angry stuff and called uh, Kim Jong-un names. And that was enough for him, man. He knows this ain't no Barack Obama who's going to sit around and do nothing and apologize for America. This ain't no Bill Clinton who's just using his power uh, to chase tail around the Oval Office. This ain't no... Who was before that? George W. Bush, who's too wrapped up in Iraq to figure out what the hell's going on in North Korea. This is a guy who, A, is probably just as crazy as he is, and B, knows how powerful he is, and C, knows how powerful Kim Jong-un isn't. So he's he's throwing in the towel. They're sitting down in their meeting, and as you can imagine, as you can imagine, every network, even those like MSNBC and CNN, who historically who historically have been anti-Trump and who have only really reported the negative things that Trump has done or even the made up things like the dossier, like you know, the, uh, the the Russian prostitutes, all this other stuff, all the fake news that we keep hearing about over and over again, all the fake news that I use in Fake News Friday to award you coffee mugs, all that stuff. Even they had nothing but nice, positive things to say about President Trump. Listen to this. With regard to video games, that's not it. Hang on, it's here somewhere. I'm gonna find it. It's uh, 
It should have been there. Anyway, we'll find it. It's somewhere. They had a whole bunch of people talking about Donald Trump and describing exactly how incredible this was. One reporter from MSNBC even suggested that if this happens, Donald Trump would be the greatest president. I agree with the meeting towards. No, that's not that's not it either. All right, never mind. We'll get to it. We'll get we'll get to it here. Josh is on it. He's going to find those montages. and We're going to play them for you. But the fact of the matter is that when you look at this kind of an accomplishment, when you see what's possible with Donald Trump talking tough, the tough talk, the thing that everybody said was bad. You know, it's so unpresidential. It's so unpresidential to sit there and call another leader little rocket man. It's so unpresidential to say my button is bigger than your button. Ha, 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 ha. And my button actually works. When I hit my button, rockets get launched. Unlike your little button, little rocket man. These are the, the insults that people said were childish. They were, they were beneath the uh, president. They were dangerous. They were going to get us killed. Do you remember all that? They also apparently, which everybody left off, uh, turned out to be very effective. Because now Kim Jong-un has expressed an interest in sitting down with Donald Trump to discuss denuclearization. I mean, it may it may just be that tough talk is actually something here. It may just be that diplomacy in the way that it supposedly worked for generations, that may not be that may be old school. The new diplomacy may be tweeting out threats, tweeting out nicknames, belittling your enemy. Making them feel worthless, making them realize that you, if you're crazy enough to sit on the toilet at 2 a.m. and tweet out Little Rocket Man to a guy who's developing nuclear weapons, that you may not be somebody that somebody wants to mess with. You may need to sit down and rethink uh, this person that you're that you're up against. This may not be the kind of power that you want to go head to head in a war with, especially when it's the United States of America. Donald Trump's tough talk in all aspects not just the economy, not just with taxes, not just with border security, not just with tariffs, as we've seen this week, not just with the dreamers, not just with Congress, not just with the Senate, not just with the Supreme Court, not just with every organization, the media. I mean, he's talked toughest with the media. Now it's all starting to pay off, as we see, with these really historic talks between North Korea and the United States. Now, we'll have more on when they happen and where they happen. Oh, and there are some uh, there are some haters already saying they're never going to happen. And if they do, uh, Donald Trump can't get the credit anyway. 340-1045. This is the Mark K Show. We got some of your phone calls coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. By the way, there is it. That was me, by the way. And now it's me again. Uh, there, there's a rumor. That there's another uh, vacancy in the Supreme Court coming this summer. Yeah, there's a rumor that uh, that uh, Justice Kennedy will be stepping down in June, which would pave the way for Donald Trump to uh, get another nominee in there. And just like Gorsuch, you know, and this is still a rumor. And, uh, you know, we're not really sure if it's going to happen or not. But uh, also, unfortunately, it's not John Roberts who's been less than stellar in his role. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, 340 <laughs> Let's get back. Let's get back to North Korea. So all this tough talk we saw during the election, which here, if you think about it, let's go back to the election for just a minute. Do you remember when there were like 182 Republicans running for office and we would tune into the debates and there was Donald Trump and he was calling Marco Rubio Lil Marco. And he was talking about, uh, what's her name? The woman from Hewlett Packard talking about her face. And it, there was something else going on with some, there were like all these people on stage and he just kept making, uh, what did he call uh, Jeb Bush? He had another nickname for Jeb Bush, 
which I which I loved when I totally forgot. Anyway, it was so long ago. So all the and people were like, this is not how debate should be run. This is not how you win a primary. And then, of course, what happened? Donald Trump won all the primaries and he got the nomination. Now he's president and he does the same thing. He starts tough talking, you know, the Congress. He starts tough talking the Senate and he tough talks uh, the Speaker of the House and he tough talks pretty much everybody, you know, and, and he starts getting stuff done and he gets the tax break that he wanted. And we're all starting to get money back. Now he's tough talking other countries. You know, he's tough talking on tariffs. Uh, he's tough talking in North Korea, calling calling Kim Jong-un little rocket man talking about how his button's bigger, and look what's happening. It's working again. So maybe the tough talk is is the way that politics are meant to be done in this day and age. Maybe the tough talk is what's been missing. And again, all the major news networks are just beside themselves, can't believe that all this tough talk is happening. But they, they some of them, even though it probably pains them to no end, are giving Donald Trump the credit. And there's no way around that. That is the reality here. This is actually a moment that we, very few of us thought we'd ever see. The North Koreans agreeing to put denuclearization on the table, agreeing to talks with the South Koreans, inviting the President of the United States to have the talks, agreeing to suspend their nuclear and missile tests while they're doing it, in exchange for what? In exchange for nothing. But this is definitely uh, a, 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 a an initiative worth pursuing. The talks themselves, while they go on, will freeze the program. That is a major national security achievement. This all came up just in the last few hours that this was going to be announced tonight. Now, I think back to what the president said just six days ago or five days ago at that uh, gridiron dinner here in Washington, where he said he would be, of course, open to talks uh, if, in fact, North Korea committed to the potential for denuclearization, abandoning its nuclear weapons program. And it seems like that's where we are. But it is certainly Certainly a remarkable evening here at the White House, Chris, that's for sure. Yeah, so there you go. Oh, that was, that was fancy. And one one reporter even said that this would make Donald Trump one of the greatest presidents. Kim Jong-un expressed his eagerness to meet President Trump as soon as possible. That is an incredible thing, and I don't think there's anybody watching this or any expert on, on Korea who expected uh, that response at this time. Pretty stunning. Just an extraordinary evening, and of course, opening the door to the big question. If President Trump can truly solve this problem, uh, that would be going down as a great president. Okay, <laughs> so there's MSNBC saying if Donald Trump can pull this off, if he can uh, successfully get through these talks with North Korea, that would put him down in history as a truly great president. This is insane. Here's a guy that not only is like checking off every one of his agenda items faster than anyone ever considered it could be done, but he's also getting the media who hates him to now call him potentially one of the greatest presidents. I mean, it's it's insane. What's good? This is why he declared his candidacy so early, because he knows he's going to win re-election. I mean, he's already handing people, Democrats and Republicans alike, huge bonuses in the way of tax breaks, and now he's going to make sure that the uh, the nuclear weapons in North Korea are gone. He's going to build the wall, and eventually, there's going to be no there's going to be nobody who can. You're going to have candidates on the Democrat side standing up on stage going, I, I mean, I I really can't argue. You should probably vote for Trump. Let's be honest. Three. 1045. What do you think? Is it the tough talk that's working? It's the Mark K Show. More of your phone calls coming up on News 1045 WOKV. It's Friday! And we
we do have some free coffee mugs coming up as we play Fake News Friday. That's here in just a few minutes. So if you've ever wanted to play, today's the day to do so. First, uh, let's get back to Donald Trump being one of the greatest presidents of all time, according to MSNBC. Kim Jong-un expresses eagerness to meet President Trump as soon as possible. That is an incredible thing, and I don't think there's anybody watching this or any expert on, on Korea who expected uh, that response at this time. Pretty stunning. Just an extraordinary evening and, of course, opening the door to the big question. President Trump can truly solve this problem uh, that would be going down as a great president yeah and i don't want to i don't want to play the clips of the haters but i mean rest assured there are tons some saying that this wasn't even donald trump's doing this was all south korea's doing uh some others saying that there's no way he's going to pull this off someone else saying there's no way he can be prepared by may because it was one of barack obama's former aides and she said we used to plan for six seven months to bring president obama up to speed whenever he had a talk like this well that's probably why nothing ever happened uh rest assured donald trump can know everything he needs to know by may uh, when this thing is scheduled to appear or was scheduled to happen but uh, here's what's on the table the complete nuclear denuclearization of north korea and while we're waiting for the talks they have ceased their nuclear operations they will do no nuclear testing and uh the sanctions are still in place 340-1045 this is mike mike thanks so much for calling the mark k show how are you i'm great how you doing today oh i'm doing good man what do you want to say what do you think about this whole thing well, it's going to cost us. You know it's going to cost us. It's, it's not going to be free, but we have starved them people. Uh, uh, Rocket Man is in bad health from what I understand. That's what the rumors are. So uh, he may not even be around very long, but it's going to cost the United States a lot of money. I mean, we're going to have to what, – it's not going to be free. What do, you mean, free. What, do you, what do you think it's going to cost us? Where's the money going to go? What, what money are we going to be spending oh, it on? I, I don't know, but, I mean – they're in bad shape over there. Uh, and when we started uh, targeting the ships that were bringing in the uh, right. stuff through the blockade, that's where I think they say, hey, we're not going to win this. One. You know, we, we better negotiate. All right. You know, All right. I mean, hey, thanks so much for calling. As soon as you lift sanctions, though, and as soon as you start free trade, they're going to see a boost. You're going to have money coming in. Uh, that's not necessarily money that we'll have to pay out. But here, I mean, I still think. It's in our best interest to get North Korea demilitarized. I don't think anyone's going to argue with that. I mean, you've got four countries currently on the state-sponsored terrorism list. There's four of them. North Korea, right at the top of that list. Iran, North Korea, Sudan, Syria. Nothing's going to be done about Iran. Sudan and Syria are both a mess. North Korea, though, now is willingly coming to the table and saying, let's talk. You know, it's it's become one of the most viable solutions or one of the most viable countries to come off of that terror watch list as far as state sponsors of terrorism and actually make a positive change. You know, it, it's 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 interesting how this is all happening and how it's happening so fast. I don't know if it was the Olympics. I don't know if it was the, the blockade like you talked about and all the sanctions against it. I don't know if it was the tough talk in the tweets. I don't know if it was Little Rocket Man. I don't know if it was his health. Who knows what the uh, what what facilitated this or what prompted all this? But it's all coming together very quickly, and by May we're going to have a lot more answers. But wouldn't it be better for us to spend money opening North Korea back up, helping them become a, a free country again, or helping them, uh, you know, get back on their feet, helping them in a in a more you know, I guess you would say humanitarian way than just spending all the money it would take to invade them and bomb them and get rid of uh, Kim Jong-un and all his nuclear capabilities the old-fashioned way. 
Either way, you're spending money. You're either going to spend billions of dollars on bombs and weapons and troops. And then, you've, of course, you've also got the, the human impact and uh, the, uh, the potential for casualties. But then you've also got, you know, expenditures the other way where, hey, maybe we can keep our soldiers alive. Uh, maybe we can keep the North Koreans alive. Sure, we're still going to spend some money. But in the end, we're going to come out with it. Uh, we're we're going to come out with another trade partner in North Korea. We're going to come out with a another country that is not a direct threat to the United States and a direct threat to all of our all of our, you know, uh, you know territories all over the uh, Pacific. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five is the number uh, a lot of folks saying it's never going to happen a lot of folks saying this is just all talk this is just uh kim jong-un trying to trying to get some publicity either way donald trump and king jong uh, kim jong-un have agreed to discuss the denuclearization of, of north korea and that's an amazing thing bill and mandarin how are you bill you there yeah i'm there can hey, you hear me yeah i can hear you bill what do you want to say hey it ain't gonna cost us nothing to have them I believe the turning point was, uh, first of all, Kim's sister going to the Winter Olympics and looking around and saying, man, look at this. And then Kim realizing the only thing I am is a dictator of a slum, a slum lord. <laughs> you think that's what it was? You think his sister, who everybody loved, by the way, man, they were all about her. You think she realized that South Korea had it good, that they had all these? I mean, it was it was way better to be a capitalist than it was to be a dictator. And she went back and said, we got to do something. Yeah, I think she realized, hey, you know, we, we maybe we need to drop this crap and just become friends with South Korea and get a little bit of what they got. Look, I, I'm retired Army. I know what the South Korean Army is, the rock, and, and what we have over there. I think he realized he's he's pretty much ain't got much of a choice. Yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, you know, when, when your people are picking corn out of cow poop <laughs> and you go over to South Korea and you look at this and say, oh, my God, look at all this. Yeah. It doesn't take a, a smart man to figure out, you know, maybe we just be better off to be friends. You know what? That's a, that's an interesting point, man. Maybe maybe the Olympics opened their eyes to what potentially could be. And I know they know. I mean, they've never visited, but I know that they know what's going on in South Korea. They've seen what the United States looks like. But I guess to really experience it firsthand, to experience that freedom and uh, and, you know, that financial, you know, economic stability and, and wealth is is a is a totally different thing. Plus, of course, you've got Donald Trump, who I believe when you look at all that, you know, when you say, all right, look, we're getting hammered with sanctions. And even though we don't want to admit it, our country is dirt poor. Uh, you know, we know that just to the south of us is South Korea. Nobody's going to let anything happen to them, no matter how much we yell and scream and, and bluster. Uh, you know, we're, we're really, we're strategically not in a good position. Sure, we can launch all these missiles, but they're expensive. It's money we don't have. It's money we can't recoup because we can't trade with anyone. And then, oh, yeah, guess what? The United States uh, hired some crazy person to be in charge of the military, and he has no problem, no problem launching missiles this way. Uh, he's not like that Obama character. So maybe when you put all those things together, Kim Jong-un had a, had a, you know, had a come to Jesus meeting or whatever, God, they, I don't even know who they, probably not Jesus, probably a come to some other deity meeting. And they sat down and said, hey, look, you know what, here are our options. We can either keep going the way we're going, which sucks, or we could sit down, talk to Donald Trump, get rid of our nuclear weapons, and maybe create a somewhat decent country uh, and be known forever after as the people who were great instead of the people who were horrible, awful, demonic uh, killers of our own. I don't know. They, I mean, you're right. Everybody has a choice in their life to go one way or the other. Uh, but Donald Trump jumping at the chance because he knows 
that this is something that nobody, no, if this gets done, there can be no critics of this. And anybody who criticizes, anyone on the media who criticizes the fact that the talks have already been established or that they're working on a schedule for them, anyone in the media who criticizes a potential outcome that is nothing but positive, anyone who criticizes uh, a Donald Trump meeting with North Korea to talk about them getting rid of nuclear weapons on the left, that they have to applaud him for that. And any applause for the president is bad for the Democratic Party. Any positive that the president or the White House come out and come and 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 uh, declare is bad for business. It's bad for the midterms. It's bad for 2020. It's all around bad. It's good for the world, but it's bad for the Democrats. All right, three four zero one zero four five. We got a few minutes left. We're going to knock out some fake news Friday. A hand blown. News 104.5 WOKV commemorative coffee mug is on the table. It could be yours. 340-1045. This is the Marquee Show. Fake News Fridays next. This is the Marquee Show. Thank you so much for joining me. 340-1045. And great news. It's uh, not only Friday, but it's Fake News Friday. You are fake news. We have some News 104.5 WOKV ceramic coffee mugs hand blown. And uh, really, a signature. Uh, we're going to give one away to the winner today, and we're going to meet our contestants first. And then what we're going to do is uh, we're going to go through the headlines here, see if they can figure out which ones are real news headlines and which ones are fake news headlines. And first up is Braden from Keystone. Braden, uh, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good. You ready to play some fake news Friday? Let's do it. Perfect. You're going to be playing against Tom from Georgia. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hey, Mark. Welcome to my cell phone. How are you? <laughs> it's great to be here, man. It's so roomy. I love it. Uh, Tom, say hi to Braden. Braden, say hi to Tom. Good luck, Braden. Hey, what's going on? All right, good. Uh, here's how this works, gentlemen. I'm going to give you a headline. You tell me if it's real news or fake news. If you get it right, you get a point. Uh, and then at the end of the game, whoever has the most points wins the mug. Are you guys ready? Yes, sir. Ready. All right, Braden, we're going to start with you. Listen carefully. Here is your first headline. Behar from ABC's The View called Vice President Mike Pence to personally apologize for a joke she made calling Christianity a mental illness. Is that real news or fake news? I'm going to have to go with uh, fake news. Fake news. I'm sorry. That actually happened. Under oh, pressure, wow. yeah, under pressure from, uh, you know, the advertisers, Joy Behar called Mike, Vice President Mike Pence to personally apologize for a joke she made about him, uh, calling Christianity man- mental illness. No problem though, Braden. Still plenty of time. You're still in this. Tom, are you ready for your first question? I'm ready if you're ready. All right, I'm ready. Here we go. To celebrate International Women's Day. McDonald's restaurants turned its golden M upside down so it would become a golden W. Is that real news or fake news? It's got to be fake news, Mark. You think it's fake news? I, th- I think so, but not by the way your voice just sounded. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sorry. You're, you're right. My voice is never wrong. It is real news. That actually happened at several McDonald's restaurants. The golden W to celebrate. That's okay. Tie game. Still anyone's, uh, still anyone's, uh, mug here. You ready? Uh, Braden, we're back to you. Are you ready for your next headline? Yes, sir. To protest gun violence and the NRA. TV host Ellen DeGeneres has instructed her security detail to stop carrying guns. Is that real or fake news? 
Oh, that's fake news. That is correct. Bravo. <laughs> In fact, a lot of pictures have been making their way online of Ellen walking around with uh, her uh, wife, Portia, and they are surrounded by armed police officers to maintain uh, crowd control. So congratulations. You're on the board with a point. Tom, you ready to tie it up? Let's do it. All right, here we go. While appearing on Fox News, former Congresswoman Michelle Bachman said, quote, if we weren't meant to own assault rifles, then why did Jesus create them? End quote. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. You think so? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Bravo. That's the dumbest thing ever. I mean, come on. We all know that Jesus was a carpenter, not a metalsmith. Right. Congratulations, it's a tie game. All right, uh, here we go, Braden. You ready? Here's your uh, third and final headline. Uh, let's see if you can get this right and pull ahead. Okay. Korean leader Kim Jong-un asked to meet with President Donald Trump personally because, quote, he was a huge fan of The Apprentice. <laughs> well, that's fake you think that's fake news? I just listened to you. That's not the real reason. Okay, that was a, a gimme. I, I was just checking to see if you were paying attention. All right, the score is two to one. Tom, you have one headline left. You can tie it up. And if you tie it up, great news, you both get half of a mug. Yes, I get the half with the handle. <laughs> oh, perfect. There you go. Uh, but no, that's okay. I think we can I think we can squeeze out another mug from somewhere. Uh, in fact, I'll wash out my own mug and, and give it to you personally. Here we go. Uh, here we go, Tom. For the shared win, is this real or fake news? One of President Trump's potential plans to end school shootings is to ban schools. <laughs> fake news. Fake news is right. Congratulations, you both win mugs. Woo-hoo. You guys, yeah, woohoo, yay. <laughs> Thank- <laughs> oh, that's a fun one. Hey, listen, we got to go. Have a great weekend. The news is next, followed by Rush Limbaugh. I'll be back here Monday morning at 11 a.m. with an all-new Mark K. Show on News 104.5 WOKV.